What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Bring It In, and we're here. As always, look, there's Jeff. Jeff joining in. How's it going, Jeff? Trying to adjust. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, got the new, got the fresh cut. Got the fresh cut going. No, nah, it's been a couple been a couple weeks but i haven't seen myself all day so (laughs) (laughs) so you're just so uh you're taking it all in taking it all in right now nice oh yeah nice it's going well it's going well it's crazy week um in sports recently i mean like i gotta get to it first and foremost like Denmark, Denmark's uh, Christian Eriksson, you had to have seen that. You had to have heard about it at least. I mean, yeah. even if you weren't watching. I I haven't gone back and watched it because I, I just don't want to. It, it's scary enough hearing it. Um, but, yeah, Denmark's Christian Eriksson, he – he just collapsed on the soccer pitch the what what was that friday yeah i think so yeah that was what a start to the weekend good lord man that's scary isn't it yeah it's extremely scary and uh it's it's not the first time that this has happened in soccer and i mean it's definitely one of the most high profile cases that i know of uh personally i mean it was i believe it was on espn or or espn plus or something like and soccer's just gaining and i know people from other countries might say this isn't the highest profile but i mean in i'm i'm saying in america like it's i feel like this is the highest profile uh yeah but man, he they said the training staff said he was gone. Sheesh. He was on the field. He had suffered cardiac arrest and the the training the training staff had to bring him back to life on the field. Um he's up. He, I, they say all his uh vitals are are good. He's up. He's he's made an appearance out a window i believe <laughs> but man this it's not the first time it happened like i said there have been other times they they say i i feel like i've heard in a story i've read since that like it happens in other sports and we just don't hear about it but i mean i've heard about it happening on in soccer a lot and I want to say I, I saw something out there that I can't remember the exact. Uh, let me see if I can open uh, open this up. But up. Oh, okay, uh, team couldn't pull pull out the win for him, man. Sheesh. Yeah. That was the end of the half when he went down, and oh, guy was only twenty nine years old, man. That's like peak peak player age for for soccer. Well. It's a little later, I guess, but still. But if you're a professional, you think, yeah, he's he's gonna be he's good. I mean, they they yeah. go through physicals. They have training staff and and whatnot. So it's it's not a problem with that. Uh, 
Yeah, it's always a shock when someone in their, you know, peak athletic, you know, form there, they go down with a heart attack, you know, perfect health, and next thing you know. You, you just you just never know. I mean, and it's just, it's scary. Like, what's next for him? I mean, that's that's the bigger question that, I mean, I can't answer. Only he can answer, like, I'm guessing after he goes and sits down with his family and talks to them, but it's uh, it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. yeah. So we had that. And then um, <clears throat> another cool thing that I saw is that they're, they're actually discussing a uh, 12-team playoff. 12-team yeah, playoff in, in NCAA. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we've all thought it would get bigger and it's slowly grown a few years after a few years. And, yeah, you know, well, I guess it went from, uh, it's been, it's just been eight recently, right? Um, was it, Sorry. was it eight this year? I don't know. I know it, it's been four. Yeah. So I can't, I think it was four this year as well. Um, but it's, my fault. Yeah, uh, no worries. It, it went from two, where we yeah. just picked two random teams, and I'm I know everybody says, oh, if we give them if we give them twelve teams, then we're gonna have to give them sixteen teams next, and then we're gonna have to. But it, it's such. I mean, just look at the M- NFL. Like you, you have how many how many football teams do we have? Thirty two. Yeah. Thirty two teams. And we're looking at um, who, what what normally gets in sixteen. Um, is it sixteen? So, yeah, that seems right. I mean, sixteen last teams year out we there. Had an extra team, right? Yeah, last year we can't we can't look at anything <laughs> last year and know what's going on. Um, but but then in college football, I know we we have powerhouses, and if they're such a powerhouse, then it shouldn't be so hard for them to get through a playoff system. I mean, yeah. if if you're a powerhouse, you're still getting a week off, a week off, or not a week off, but you get you get the same amount of rest through the time. Sometimes they even give for the championship game. I mean, you get a couple maybe two weeks or or something but i mean i say 12 teams there are enough college football teams out there that just give it give 12 teams that shot if the first couple teams get blown out all right then they get blown out we're gonna see some good highlights then yeah, they're, they're, I think the whole idea is that they're getting some of these uh, smaller schools that are undefeated or have one loss or something in there, and you know they can really be on the main stage and people can see what they got. It's going to give them much more, uh, uh, a better opportunity to recruit players at, at that level, also. Yeah, because, you know the exposure. So it, it's not a bad thing. I mean, when no. you're talking top quality programs and everything, you, you know, get these guys in. You know, some teams are are made for this stuff and our tournament team. So we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. And, and just like you just said, like 
it'll get more exposure. So not every single person is gonna wanna gonna wanna have to go to Alabama because there are gonna be so many more playoff teams. Uh, a way to sneak in there. I mean, maybe it's uh one of the ways that some of these. HBCUs can sneak into yeah. the playoff system. I mean, we were talking about that before. Everybody, everybody's, they're they're picking up momentum. Everybody wants to go, but then you get all this flashy Alabama's weight room, Miami's star power. I mean, and and that that sometimes uh, persuades you. So. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. Make it a little a little more competition, a couple more football games that have something that that really matters but behind it because I mean, when when we're looking at the playoff system, yeah, every every game matters, but I mean, Alabama's going in there with one loss or whatever. Clemson, yeah. no, none or one without their quarterback like last year. But guys, hey, we'll we'll see what they decide. I mean, I know some some teams are all about it, and some aren't. So uh, I'm just hoping. I'm hoping we get it. I mean, it's got to be a a way for them to make more money, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for everybody. I mean, and it's all stuff that everybody's gonna want to watch. I mean, that this is like. You know, the bowls are great, and all the bowls for all the, the non-championship caliber teams are, are, are a great thing. And all this is going to do is, you know, get us more great games to watch as fans. I mean, I, you can't can't go wrong with that, in my opinion. Uh, no. Does it muddy the water? I don't think it does. I don't think it muddies the water at all. I think basically you, you're putting out teams. Yeah, and again, there's always going to be a team or two or three that thinks they got shafted, no matter how many Oh yeah, make, yeah. There'll never be enough teams to make a, a college football uh, playoff. Yeah, uh, I mean everybody on enough. the outside. Exactly, exactly. So you know, it's just like the dance. Teams get snubbed, and you know the NCAA March Madness. Like it's gonna happen every year. They got sixty-four teams, sixty-six teams in that now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, you're always gonna have some people feeling a little upset, but that's it, you know that's the world, right? You're never gonna be happy no matter what. Yeah, um, yeah. Just got to keep trying harder. But, uh, yeah, so the, to clear the air on the NFL, it, typically it's been six teams for the last, man, who knows how long years. But last year they added a seventh team and made it so that uh, only one team got a buy, where it used oh, to be yeah. the, the two teams from each division or conference got a buy. So, uh, yeah. So that's 14 teams total, right? Yeah, yeah. So 14 out of 32. I mean, I think yeah. we could jack Almost. up the college football <laughs> number up yeah. a little bit more. So, yeah. so, yeah. but, knows, but I, I want to let everybody know that if, if you're local in Savannah this weekend, we have, um, on Saturday at 6 30 PM, we got a Savannah Clover's soccer match over in memorial stadium off skidaway road so make sure you you sport your green and gold head out there uh it's an awesome environment it's really fun and they're they're just getting warmed up it's just a friendly they're getting warmed up to uh start 
their um the run in the independent cup and the independent cup it's a it's a nisa uh soccer cup and it's it's all over the um it's all over the actual country like i mean we got teams up in in baltimore that are playing savannah is hosting um some games we got three games in savannah against soda city july 10th memorial or at, yeah it's at memorial stadium all three of them or no the first two are so chattanooga july 17th at seven o'clock at memorial stadium and i'll get i'll get more and more information out there to you guys we got check out their facebook page it, like i said it's it's a really good uh time and it's it's just fun get out there support your local teams another another local team that has things coming up the savannah falcons i i got thrown off off track last week and i didn't uh talk about their game the week before and it was uh unfortunately they lost to the florida falcons the florida falcons came back up here uh this past saturday and they beat the savannah raiders as well so it's um it's really unfortunate so their their season's over but they're reloading and they're starting to um just work on things for summer summer football and getting the team ready for next spring the next spring season so we got tryouts on july 18th at forsyth park 5 p.m to 6 30 p.m make sure you get out there get out there early bring a helmet bring your cleats and be ready to ball out so i want to uh Remind you all, you're listening to WRUU, and this is Bring It In. I'm Glenn Pierce, joined by Jeff on the Zoom today, today only. Um, look us up on Twitter, Instagram, at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. And hit us up, let us know what you think. So, we got, we got Jamie's on the road traveling. Planes, trains, automobiles type traveling. He's he's rocking around in he, I think he he's just getting to an airport right now, so soon we may get a pop in from him. If we do get a pop in from Jamie, then I'm gonna go to I'm just gonna stop our topic and and start another topic that I wanted his opinion on. Um you still there, Jeff? I saw you. Jeff was taking a uh, phone call a little earlier. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff looks like he's muted. So I'm back. I'm back. All right. All right. All right. No, I wasn't. I wasn't Sorry sure. Have to get some. <laughs> got to get work done. You got to get work done. Yeah. <laughs> They don't stop calling. You got to answer the phone, you know. <clears throat> you got to. Everybody wants some. Everybody wants some wood. You know it, man. <laughs> um, 
So I got here. I got here a little early to try to set up some things. We got trying to set up some some cameras around the studio just to just bam. So lost you. Lost your sound. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering if that would uh affect the sound on the live feed or not. <laughs> just trying to trying to set some things up for next week. Uh nice. studio studio session. Oh yeah, I'll be in there. One, one week, one week. Yeah. yeah. It'll be uh we're trying to work things out. Who knows if Jamie's going to get back from his trip. I mean, he's he's Wait, where is Jamie? Trekking all over. He was he went up into uh the great state of New York. So oh, okay. Yeah. Is he going to a, a Yanks game while he's up there? I'm not sure. He's he's actually on his way back now, so I don't know if he went to a Yanks game or not, but uh, Yeah. Man, do you see any of the bat uh that celebrity boxing? It's getting sadder and sadder, man. It's... Dude, I didn't see it, but but look, like we said, like I, t- I said it last or a couple weeks ago, like you know, anyone can get in a ring. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you need to have someone that is like exciting, like, you know, some people have different opinions on the the Paul brothers, but uh you know, at least they have a huge following. Oh, they and, have a crazy yeah. following. I mean, they made tons of money for the, in that exhibition yeah. fight. I don't know how much money was made this week when um, Aaron Carter went up against Lamar Odom. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know if uh, Aaron Carter even took a second to. Th- think about what type of uh what type of um attack or anything yeah. he was going to come out there come out there with i mean i mean the carters had their own tv show what was that like 10 15 years ago i mean it's been a while so he's kind of been out of the spotlight for a while lamar you know we all know about lamar on the kardashians he was he was on that for yeah. a while too it's been probably 6 or 7 years since he was on tv all the time and you know, at least Lamar was a great athlete, but uh, man, he must be like a foot or two taller than Aaron Carter. I- I'm guessing. I, I mean, know. looking, did uh, watching some of the highlights, it was he's got to be like two feet taller. And yeah. Aaron Carter, for some reason, the only highlight I saw, I didn't waste my time watching this whole thing, but the only yeah. highlight that I saw was just Aaron Carter steadily jumping up. Trying to punch like you, you like Coop might try like, to punch you. Like your son might yeah, try to punch not, you or something. Yeah, he's not gonna get any any face shots on on Lamar, any head shots. He's he's literally got to hit the body the whole time. And for goodness sakes, I mean, yeah, it, it didn't to, look to hit like him below the belt would probably be like uh, you know arm <laughs> shoulder height for uh, Aaron Carter. I think so. That that's a tough a tough. Uh, Tough match for yeah. for anybody, but that being said, for Lamar, it's almost—I mean, yeah—it's almost the same thing, right? Like if if uh, if Aaron was in tight on him, good luck for Lamar to hit him. He'd probably be punching him in the back the whole time. Yeah, trying to <laughs> swing. It, it's just such a odd-looking, uneven matchup. It's uh, 
it was it was just kind of it was a little hard to watch. I mean, it was really hard to watch. Um, man, and I mean, it it was so hard to watch. Almost like a couple of weeks ago, I think the first the first day of uh, training camp OTAs or or whatever, there was a. Uh, video going around of the titans and every single person on the titans in that video was like struggling to catch the ball and maybe after they watched that that's when they were like we have got to get julio jones down here yeah yeah i mean basically the titans they have AJ Brown, right? I mean, they got AJ Brown. Uh, you know, you throw you throw Julio on next to him, and it, it's going to be a different world for those uh, the defensive backs. I mean, good luck, good luck. Yeah, and and Julio is taking the number two. He said because uh-huh. AJ Brown is eleven. One plus one is two. Yeah. Hey, why not? Right. And then Why not? he said 11 times 2 is 22. Derrick Henry. <laughs> you got all this. Man, look. Look at that. That's some triangle yeah. Illuminati was, stuff going on right match. there. Huh? <laughs> what? Wait, what number is uh, Tannehill? 17. Okay, so... Uh... Two minus seventeen uh, is fifteen plus uh, what is that? Seven. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. Done. <laughs> That's twenty-two. Done. Did the math. <laughs> minus minus eleven. <laughs> it's eleven. Hey, look. <laughs> uh, hey I, know, I mean. Y- truthfully you can find any kind of uh i'm sure you keep working on it you can find all kinds of equations that equal oh. out to different things just shuffling the players around so man gotta love equations that oh. was your math lesson today folks that's your math brought to you by the bring it in crew and <laughs> um yeah Thank you, thank you. That's it for us, Psych. I'm just yeah, joking. <laughs> well, dude, you want to talk about the NBA playoffs? There was a lot of good action this week, and uh, I, uh, you know, it sounds like it's shaping up to be some some teams that <laughs> might not have the biggest followings out of out of all the sports. But uh, I mean, what what do you think? Is Milwaukee going to end the Nets run or what? Is this it? I mean, I don't know. This is this is what. I'm wondering because now throughout throughout the off season and everything, everybody was complaining about Steve Nash getting like the easiest coaching job. The almost like how Ty Lue always gets falls into, oh, I'm coaching LeBron and Kyrie. It's so hard for me to win a championship. Oh, I'm over in uh, L.A. with Kawhi and. Paul George, so hard for me to coach. I'm doing such a good job at coaching. Like, I I almost feel that way. I'm like, the other day I was like, man, what's Steve Nash even got to do except 
hang out with these star players and be like, all right, go out there and uh, play basketball. I mean, we've never seen a team like the Nets with that no. many stars on ever. I mean, they're, it's an anomaly in the league, and who knows, maybe it'll continue to happen as the years go with all these players joining forces like they did with the Nets. But uh, yeah. they got to be healthy. I mean, that, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I mean Kyrie went down with an ankle. He might be out for the rest of the year. I, I don't know how we can come back from that. Maybe maybe he comes back in a few weeks if they're still in it, uh, a couple weeks. But uh, good luck, man. I mean, Harden's still out. Harden's out with a hamstring. They have not told us anything about whether Harden's coming back this series or not. in jeopardy in the playoffs, man. So I'm just I'm just looking at this next game that they're going to have and I'm just thinking, okay, Harden's not going to be there. It's all on Durant and is Steve Nash going to be able to put some kind of package together to to keep Durant open? I mean, he's got to he's going to have to He's going to have to play one-on-one ball like Kawhi Leonard plays. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, but if the Nets if the Nets go down, I mean, the Nets are my uh, who I think are the favorite. Obviously, uh, they were two two weeks ago or last Monday. That game. The first game against the Bucks. I mean, they looked so good. They couldn't miss anything, and they were playing strong defense against the Bucks. Uh, but now, if Kyrie and um, Harden don't come back, if Nash can't can't figure out what's going on, then I mean, I got to go with the Seventy Sixers out of the East. Hell yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, Sixers. I, the Sixers. Are looking, looking strong. They play tonight. They play tonight. Yeah. They play tonight. Um, at seven thirty, it's they lead two to one, and yeah. I mean the Hawks are coming out scrapping. The Hawks are are playing so much better than I thought they would. But yeah, they're good. Yeah. And yeah, then the uh, the Sixers with Embiid. I mean, as long as Embiid stays on that court. They're good. If he goes down for any reason at all, oh, that's that's what that'll hurt them the worst. Now, looking over, looking over everything though, the most complete team thus far has got to be um, Phoenix. I mean, yeah, they I got my uh, I got my Colorado T-shirt on. Yeah, four one. The Nuggets, you know. They, they <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Chris Paul put up like what thirty-seven uh, last night or, or whenever it was. So he he's balling, man. He he's still there. Yeah, and that's uh, that's if Chris Paul is putting up thirty-seven points. I mean, it, that's the scary. Like, that's the scariest thing because Chris Paul doesn't need to be that star. He doesn't need to get 37 points because right down next to him, you got Devin Booker scoring 34 points. I mean, yeah. yeah, Yeah. And if Chris Paul can 
can play like that, I feel like all they need from Chris Paul is him to be there, be a floor general, and almost like just remind all the young players, like, hey, this you don't get this chemistry like we have. We cannot miss out on this opportunity. Look at me. Look how long I've been in the league. Look how many yeah. commercials I've done. Look how great people have said I am over and over. Because, I mean, it's no – I mean, we've talked – Chris Paul's one of the top players. I mean, in a league with Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Chris Paul's up there with all those guys. And oh, yeah. He he hasn't been there. He hasn't gotten to the promised land. And he's like the perfect uh, level-headed – nice player to i feel like to kind of bring these player these younger guys and just like you guys we have to grab hold of this moment we can't let it go so i I mean i agree so it looks like uh i think i think phoenix 76ers can see it man i mean at this point you could definitely see it yeah I mean, and i think it's hard it's going to be hard to beat phoenix i mean clippers finally got a win the other day but i uh i don't know about the clippers either man yeah Jeez. the I, jazz are <clears throat> up and down a solid team too i keep saying i don't believe in the clippers but the Clippers, I feel like the Clippers are starting to, I don't know, Kawhi's starting to play almost like he, I don't know. I think Kawhi's like such a boring person that like he he plays so boring that we're going to count him out. I feel like I kept hearing people count Toronto out. And then he makes that shot as he's falling out of bounds against the Sixers. And it's that's that's the hardest thing. (laughs) That's the hardest thing I see when we're looking at um, the Clippers. It's like, are they going to be is Kawhi just going to slowly keep turning it on like at the, the very end and start just prove us wrong game after game? It's a big big game for him tonight we'll see what happens here this uh this is gonna change everything tonight they win this game then back to square one right yeah and this game is in in la so yeah well, there you go yeah you got you gotta love steve Ballmer courtside going crazy Got a, got all his Microsoft money. Yeah, man. Crazy. Right. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be it'll be some good games tonight, that's for sure. Yeah, and and we'll have to see. Donovan Mitchell hurt that. Um, I think he hurt his ankle again towards the end of the game. He said it was okay. He didn't go back in because he was like, I think he said they were already um, seventeen down or something or. There were there were enough down that he was like, 
there's no use in me going back into the game. But he said he was going to be good, so it's it's a aggravated injury that has happened to him before. So we'll see. They should play. They need him. That's for sure. Yeah, I'd like to see Utah going and doing a, their thing. Their new uh, co-owner, D Wade, Dwayne Wade, out there. So we'll uh. We'll keep our eye on those games tonight. And I want everybody to stick with us while we take a quick break for some station identification and other information. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings Community Radio with Global Soul. This portion of WRUU Savannah Soundings programming is provided by listeners and by Brighter Day Natural Foods. Brighter Day Natural Foods has been serving Savannah's healthy food and supplement needs since 1978. It is located at the corner of Bull Street and Park Avenue. They have available online ordering and curbside delivery, and now a walk-up window for smoothies, juices, and sandwiches from the deli. They are open from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and 12 to 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. More information can be found at brighterdayfoods.com. Do you own a small business? Do you want to get your message out to a dedicated, loyal, and active audience? Then make WRUU part of your company's marketing strategy. Our listeners aren't just passively listening to us in the background. When your company underwrites with WRUU, you're getting their attention and you're also supporting Savannah's only community radio station. It's an act of both self-interest and community spirit. Connect your brand with WRU's passion, spunk, and hyper-local focus by choosing an underwriting package that fits your company's budget. Email underwriting at wruu.org for more information. Thank you. The Savannah Philharmonic will perform the Phil in the Garden event on Sunday, June 20th with pre-concert events beginning at 5.30 p.m. and the concert at 7 p.m. The concert will feature classical hits from Brahms, Strauss, Tchaikovsky, and more. For more information and tickets, go to www.savannahphilharmonic.org. All right, we're back. You're listening to the Bring It In show. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Bring It In Show. We stream, we're out there, search us up on your favorite uh, listening device and search our podcast up if you miss the show. So it was big, big uh, week we're planning for you guys coming up. Um, we're, we're working on things, we're, we're adjusting things. Jeff down in the studio next week. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be first time, possibly only time, rare appearance. So check us out. It's gonna be fun, exciting. Who knows what's gonna happen? We don't even know what's gonna happen. So I'm trying to bring up um these updated NHL playoffs. And Jeff, Jeff, you're on mute if you're talking to me. 
another call. Sorry. All right, all right. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was telling everybody how how you're gonna make an appearance, and then I'm bringing up uh, bringing up the NHL hockey bracket. And this is when it's gonna get good. This is when uh, the champions are starting to be made. So. We've had. I know they they were talking about getting the uh, Canadian teams organized so that they can actually travel and all. So I guess we're 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 there now, right? We're good to go. Um. Yeah, we have to be because um. We had. I'm trying to. We had a game. Oh, here we go. Last we night. The Canadians and the, the Golden Knights are playing also. Yeah. Playing As, so yeah. So tonight is the first night that the Canadian teams are coming over here. And, um, yeah, so two nights in Vegas. Oh, they're going <laughs> to they're gonna catch something there. Um, but, yeah, we got uh, Montreal versus Vegas and New York versus Tampa Bay. And... Um, Islanders already took a win yesterday, right? Is that who? Yeah. Is that who won that? Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Man, so starting up, they're at Tampa Bay. They steal a win there, so nice. Golden Knights are hot, man. They're they're putting a lot of a lot of pucks in the net. So we'll see what happens with the Canadians. Canadians are putting putting a lot of pucks in the net too. So it'll be a should be a pretty high scoring game, I would think. Yeah, I wonder if, um, like, the Canadians, now that they're actually traveling to America, if that, that travel time is going to affect them or anything along those lines. So, when, so they must have got there just probably yesterday, right? I would imagine is when they traveled down there, maybe maybe Saturday. Yeah, maybe, but we've had a little time. Yeah, yeah. It looks like their last game was uh, last Monday, so they've had plenty of. <clears throat> so they yeah, should so be. The Knights, everything should be good. Yeah, the Knights just finished their. They just won their last game on uh, Thursday, so yeah. That, I would imagine they traveled sometime this weekend to get down there and get acclimated and ready to go. Yeah. Nice. All right. And that's that's all the uh hockey info I I can give you guys. Just a little yeah, a little breakdown <laughs> of the brackets. Yeah. yeah, give us a call at 912-712-5077 if you want more hockey info from us, aka you want to give us some hockey info. I mean, we'll take it. We're not going to you know, we had we had Just Stone on a couple weeks ago, about a month ago. He was giving us a breakdown. That was when the Caps were still in it, about a month ago, right? Yeah, I think the Caps the and the... Man, hockey playoffs are forever. I mean, it's... Basketball takes forever. Yeah, <laughs> and once they're done, we get, we get a couple baseball games in, and then boom. They're starting up again. That's funny, man. 
such a long such a long playoff but yeah man i'm our boy uh otani he's still hitting the ball isn't he i last i saw he was in second place in home runs i think there were about three or four guys um ahead of them but they all had one home run they had all had 18 home runs uh he had had uh 17 and tatis had 17 now i'm pulling it up it looks like it looks like he's tied for fifth now he's still got 17 home runs uh vladdy guerrero he went on a he went on a stroking streak last week and um he's up to 21 and i think he may have been he may have been the player with 18 but we got vladdy with 21 tatis junior with 19 uh matt olson 18 and ronald acuña junior with 18 and now when we were talking about he's got 17 is that where he's still at yeah he's been sitting on 17 for a few games at least yeah he has against, uh, he was they were actually on espn uh i think it was against the uh the royals if i'm not mistaken mm, but, okay uh, i watched him he hit a long fly ball but i was hoping it was gonna get get deep but it it stayed in the park you know but, we uh, can all hope that we we get to see one of those unicorns yeah, man. Dude's unbelievable. So now let me ask you a question. Because when I first had brought this up, I said if he's leading the league in home runs, like what do you think if uh, – I mean, and maybe I need to be looking at his pitching stats too, but like how low on the list of home runs could he go and still – become I, I mean if he's like within you know 10 or maybe even 15 at the end of the season yeah you know, especially if they're a playoff team which they they should be i assume i know they they haven't been doing great but uh yeah yeah i i could say top five within 15 he could he could still be the mvp okay I'm trying to find like his wins and and uh, other stats like that. I mean, the dude hits for average too. It's not like he's just hitting home runs and striking out. He hits doubles. You know, he gets on base. Uh, what's his? Uh, let me see here. Pulling up. Forty-two right runs, fifty-seven hits, two sixty-nine. 45 RBIs, he had 269 average. Yeah, I mean, those are good numbers, man. We're not even halfway through the season yet. Yeah. If he, at this pace, he's going to hit uh, 36 home runs or 38 home runs or something. I mean, that that's a big number. Nine stolen bases. Jeez. Stolen bases, <laughs> that's it's like he's he's already my MVP because he's just like he does everything. So he's just like if if you're you were a cameraman and you're just like supposed to get Otani highlights, like he gives you so many options to yeah. to catch highlights. Um, 
Yeah, I still haven't. Yeah, I got the pitching. I'm pulling up now. Oh, okay. Uh, so he's got two wins, one loss. Um, pitched in nine games, forty-seven innings. Um, where's his ERA at? Two point eight five isn't bad for a starting pitcher. Okay. Probably, probably in the top. Uh, 20th starters, I would think, right? Yeah. I mean, his OPS, he's seventh. Everything just pops up his batting stats yeah. uh, there, first. Well, just be. To go to pitching from there. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, he's. Dude's a, dude's a beast, man. Yeah. He's unbelievable. So, I mean. As if if you're you make the trip out to California, go check him out and then and then mosey your way down and go check uh Tatis Jr. and our old uh friend Manny. Gotta love Manny. It's just I mean, they got so much excitement out there. So much excitement I mean, on the baseball teams. Dude, here's another stat. Or another like little tidbit, he pinch hits for him sometimes too. <laughs> it's like it's Otani, he pinch hits. He's a pitcher and he's pinch hitting. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> when you pinch hit, you get left in the game after that, correct? Yes. I guess he goes. To so the he goes to the outfield because I've heard, I've I've seen one or two uh, clips of him standing out in the outfield like <laughs> it's just that's just wild it's yeah. so wild um man i was hoping jamie would show up uh to talk about this this topic because we got the u.s uh golf open coming up and i mean i know i know how to watch golf so I was hoping to get a little bit um, of insight from him. I know you play a little golf, but yeah. what what is being proposed for this weekend? What people are begging for this weekend is something that would make me tune in to watch this uh, this golf match throughout the weekend. Now, what I'm talking about is i mean come on bring a little bit professional wrestling bring a little bravado into golf that's what we want it's already out there it's already out there we're just, we're foaming at the bits and what i'm talking about is bruce kepka and bryson dechambeau and how much trash they talk to each other the retweeting um memes i think i mean they're just throwing they're just throwing spicy shade back and forth back and forth at each other and come on we got a chance match them up pair them up pair them up let's see them yeah i mean it could be the first time that mid golf swing you have the other professional golfer off to the side coughing or 
doing something ridiculous. Just, I mean, I know, I know. Taking their, taking their change in their pocket. Yeah, it is. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's right here for us, and it's what we all want. I mean, maybe golf doesn't want to all the squabbling um, in front of the cameras, but it's there and it's going to get you viewers. It's going to crank the viewership up. I guarantee whatever the views were. Well, I don't know what happened last year because of COVID, but I guarantee, guarantee it would be the biggest, most viewed golf match ever. I mean, um, I'm ready for it. I'm ready it for makes it. it. Like, wouldn't it have been nice if Tiger and Phil used to get into it a little bit just to keep things interesting? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been awesome. Like, oh, man. Just, just... Yeah, we got the uh, up here in Owings Mills, Maryland. It's like 15 minutes from my house. The, uh, the BMW championship's coming here in the end of August. So that'll be interesting. Okay. You got it. Games Valley Country Club. It's a, uh, it's a nice course, man. I, I I don't have enough money to play there, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I guess it's all about who you know with that. But uh, yeah, that'll be cool, man. We don't we don't get a whole lot of golf here, you know, PGA Tour stuff in uh, in Maryland. Oh yeah, so nice. We had um, what did we just have? We just had something out here i believe oh yeah out the, is that hilton head out there yeah i think i think that is where it was i was trying to see if it was a tournament a tour tournament but it doesn't look like it was okay maybe it was a. yeah there's so well, much golf since we don't have jamie to interject and tell us what we don't, we're saying wrong uh how about how about your boy Le'Veon Bell, man? Oh man, hey, <laughs> what happened to him? Well, I mean, he hardly played at all last year. I remember when he went to Kansas City, and we we're like, oh yeah, he might still have a little bit left. He, you know, he's on a better team than the Jets were, and uh, uh, Jamie might have something else to say about that. But you know, he he says. I'll never play for Andy Reid again. I'd rather retire. And it's like, dude, you should probably just retire anyway. I mean. <laughs> His Where, best days are far, far, far behind him. He uh, he was a beast. Yeah, he was the best running four, back in the league. Is that four, or five, four five years ago? Yeah, and it's then been, it's been at least four. Yeah, he dug his feet in the mud. Yep. With nothing doing, nothing happened for him. I mean, if he gets on another team, I'd be surprised. I mean, you still got uh, your boy. Uh, Oh crap! Played for the Falcons last year. Uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Coleman? No, 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 no. Uh, used to be a, the Rams for a while. Well, another one of the Gurley running from the league. Gurley. Ty Gurley. He he just he's visited a few teams. He visited the Ravens last week, and yeah, you know, he's not getting a contract. But he, you know, before the season starts, he probably will. He's still got a little left in him. But same thing. I mean, they're the same age range of where. Where they are both at the top of their game at the same time, and uh, you know, it just shows you running backs don't last that long in the league unless your name's Frank Gore. 
<laughs> they, hit a, they hit a wall and they're just downhill from there. <laughs> Frank Gore's still here, right? Oh, yeah. He's still signed. He's still playing. And he, isn't he on the jet still? I think so. I'm, uh... Yeah, he's on the Jets still. Yeah, man, 38 years old. 38 years age, old. <laughs> oh, man, I I'm cannot a few, imagine. I'm a, few, I'm a few months older than Frank Gore, which is Wait. not surprising that I'm older, but I'm only a few months older. <laughs> yeah. Man. That's crazy. So Frank Gore's out there with a body as old as mine. That's been through a whole lot more. I mean, I've taken some some rough hits, falling uh, off some jumps on on a snowboard, but I'm sure Frank Gore is a lot. Uh, <laughs> has taken a lot more. A lot more hits, no question. Oh, I'm I'm trying to pull it up and see. Uh, See, man, well, there's so many. Is he a free agent? It looks like he's still signed with the Jets, but I see something here where he's looking to go to uh, Kansas City. Who, Frank Gore? Yeah. My dad's well. Yeah, he is, he is a free agent, so. Yeah, I mean, there. Adrian Peterson's still out there. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. mean, there. Well, he's still on the Lions, too, isn't he? Uh, it says he's a, a free agent right now. Uh, all right, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, Todd Gurley's got that arthritic knee, man. He, he's, I don't see, he'll be one of the last guys to get signed, but AP's 36. Uh, he's younger than Frank Gore, too. <laughs> yeah, I see. I, I mean, looking at this list, I would pick Frank Gore over everybody else because Frank Gore is going to get you three three yards when you need three yards. He's not going to complain. He's going to be a leader out there. He's going to help the team no matter what. Yeah. AP, you, I mean, I think he's kind of turned turned it. He's a, a better uh, player's player now, I would think. But, uh, yeah, man. Than what he used to be. Yeah. I'm just got you got to change your way a little bit once you get to that age and as a professional football player. Yeah, especially as a running back. I mean, the the best example is Mark Ingram. He lifts he lifts you up. Mhm. Yeah. That's right, man. What's this about um, Sammy Watkins thinks the Ravens are great great for wide receivers? Uh, I was hoping you'd be able to tell me a little more about that. I, I just like I just like hearing Sammy Watkins talk about how yeah. we're a great place, and um, man, so if I I had to look at it, and I'll probably always do this whenever Frank Gore's mentioned, but if he can stick around in the league for four more years, we could see him and his son playing together. And that's if his son sticks around uh, college for four years, which, I mean, odds are three years yeah. and he's done, probably. He's coming to NFL. No, yeah. oh, but, I mean, yeah. how awesome would that be? Just just let's do it for one season. 
Yeah. We'll see, man. It's uh, four years is a long way away. Even even two years is a long way away for a guy at Frank's age. Yeah, um, it is. But he's gonna get there, three yards at a time. That's right. That's right. Let's see. Was can I'm trying to find uh, real quick. We got three minutes left. I'm trying to find Frank Gore's career average on carries. Let's it's see. Got to be right around three, if not three point two or something, you know. Yeah. That's what I would think. Four point three. Man, what is it? Four point three for his career <laughs> average. Uh, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame now. He could end it now, and he's in the Hall. There's no question. He's got to be. He's gotten. 1,600 yards. 81 touchdowns. Yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was more than that. I wouldn't either. And maybe I. Hey, there's a chance that, that those zeros could keep going and there's just not enough, uh, enough room in this Excel spreadsheet that I'm looking at. <laughs> Man, 3,730. 35 rushes. Jeez. Longest was 80 yards. He rushes for 66.4 yards a game. Frank Gore. You give Frank Gore the ball three times, you got a first down. Oh, first downs? 731 first downs in his career because he gets the ball three times and he gets you a first down. <laughs> He's the man. So the uh, last year his average was 3.5 yards. 3.5? So, even last year. Even oh, last wow. year. It's uh, He is... Amazing. All right, and we are uh, done talking about Frank Gore, and we got about 30 seconds. And I just want to thank everybody for taking the time out of their day and joining Jeff and I. Oh, yeah. I'll be in, I'll be in studio next week. Peace. Stay tuned. <laughs>